Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Goku. <clears throat> Smarter than you think it is. Today on the show, I'm talking about what now? Kind of that feeling of like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like, what's next? Uh, everything going forward feels really amoebus. And um, it's a little less abstract in this episode. I kind of talk about more specifically like what's going on with me and my life. And, you know, December has been a really rough month. Um you know, I started just like Ubering instead of taking on clients and I'm trying to make a, I'm trying to make some mental shifts and really deliberately stepping away from a lot of stuff while I get some of the financials and some of my roots in order a little bit. So I'm trying to think about like, what's next? Like what, what now, what do I do? What's coming in the year? And I think it's a perfect time of year because it's like early January and a lot of people are going to be thinking about like resolutions or making, um, quarterly or yearly plans for their business. And, uh, or if you're trying to start a business, you're trying to say like your resolution could be to even get, you know, quit your job or get the thing off the ground or whatever. And, you know, part of this episode is about sort of alleviating some of that pressure because, you know, it's, it's now it's a time to sort of put down, you know, put things on your vision board, but not necessarily very specific goals that might make you feel bad if you don't achieve them, right? <laughs> you know, set attainable goals. And uh, so that's kind of what we talk about today on this episode of Dopamine about what now. Let's go. Drums, Hi, C-Note here. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I know for sure that this episode is after the new year. <laughs> I got a little jumbled there towards the end of the year, and I've been trying to figure out um, how to go about both the end of the year and really where to go next in the beginning of the year. Really like some of the hardest um, thinking I've had to do lately has been around like, what now? What do I, what do I do? What's the next year going to look like? And I think that's really weird to think about because it's like, I think New Year's is one of those times where we're like, okay, we have to know what's coming, right? <laughs> and we get into this place where we have to think about like, what does our business look like? A lot of businesses are doing yearly planning or they're doing quarterly planning and I feel like really daunted by planning ahead. Like, I feel like I operate really well with a framework, but when I do such like really strict planning, it feels stifling. Like, I don't like, I don't know. I, I just, I like the ability to wake up and be like, you know what? I feel like talking about this. So let me talk about this. Right. And I keep going back and forth on that. I'm sure you've noticed if you've been a longtime listener of this show, which I appreciate you, you've probably noticed that I've gone through these fits and starts of feeling like I've kind of got like a schedule going like five days a week or two days a week, or, you know, I've planned ahead and recorded episodes in advance or whatever. And in December, I was really starting to plan which episodes I was going to record, like which topics I was going to talk about. And it was really kind of messing me up because I would get up and I would see which one I'm supposed to talk about. And I'm like, I don't know that I want to talk about that today. And I have to have this debate with myself as to like, well, do I stick with the schedule or do I like throw it out the window? 
and I've concluded that I'm throwing it out the window. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think what I'm going to stick to is the Tuesdays and Fridays thing. I think that's going to be the most effective for the show. I think for podcasting in general, that's a good move Tuesdays and Thursdays or to, or rather Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, you know, people get to listen over the weekend and then Tuesdays they get kind of an early week thing. So this is the Friday show. And really I can kind of approach different attitudes to each show as well and think about how, how to speak to you. Because I think the Tuesday show can be a little bit more motivating and the Friday show can be a little bit more relaxing, <laughs> even though I talk fast and, um, you know, I, I'm still working on slowing down. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, I don't know. It, for me, it gets really hard to think like, what, what now? What's next? Um, cause I, I don't know. I just live so much in the moment and I try to think within the next few weeks, maybe, but very vaguely, like, you know, <clears throat> so let me backpedal a little bit because really I've been having a really difficult December financially. Um, I kind of got screwed over October and November by a potential client. Uh, he kind of disappeared on me and, um, hasn't really made good on our contract and I got to figure all that stuff out, but it really left me in a place where I stopped looking for work, which was a bad move to begin with. And, um, you know, I've, I've had to quickly get over my pride and start doing Uber again to get back on my feet. And, um, that's basically what I've been doing the bulk of December with, um, the first week that I tried to do Uber, they like reset my, um, my, my background check. And that flagged saying that I still live in California, which I don't, I'm in New York. So that took a week to go through. I had to call them and fix it and go through this whole thing. So that took like a week or a week and a half. And, um, that's a lot of money sitting on the table. So I was like sitting around, like doing nothing, trying to figure out what's going to happen and like recording podcasts and trying to get ahead while I had the time feeling like I was doing something. And, um, you know, sometimes that's the tricky part of thinking about what to do next is like, okay, what can I actually do that is productive versus something that is just like, you know, twiddling my thumbs to make me feel like I'm doing something. And for me, finally getting a chance to do Uber and like starting to get some cash coming in um, has been feeling good. It's really tight. Like literally I have to grind it out tomorrow to try to get the last bit of money for December's rent, which is a month late. Um, so, but I'm still doing it, still getting it done. And, and January I should be able to reset because again, I started December late. So it's been really rough. And then we had to buy Christmas presents and, you know, all this stuff. I've got a lot of things to catch up on and it's been really tricky. Not only that, but throughout all of this, I feel like I've been going through a bit of a mental reset when it comes to business stuff. Like I, it's have, I'm having a hard time figuring out what's next? Like, what do I actually want to do? And, um, you know, I've got these three different podcasts, which I feel like is futile at this point, especially if I'm going to be Ubering and spending time doing that. My limited time requires me to focus my energy in a capacity that's going to make the most sense for me. So, you know, I feel like everything's going to fall under dopamine. I'm still, you know, it's really hard for me to like adapt and change, um, big picture things. So that takes a little bit of time, but I want to make sure I'm doing it right because the super MBTI show is doing okay. But, um, you know, I still got to think about like, what do I want to talk about? And I think this show has always been the most natural for me to know 
like what I want to talk about. I like just talking about what's going on in life. And this is like my therapy and I can't forget that. And this is a good way for me to help people to sort of, you know, learn from my mistakes as it were, you know? So, you know, what's next is really continuing this show and learning that sometimes extrapolating things um, has not been going well. I think there, there are a couple things I've actually learned in recent weeks also. <clears throat> There's this really great episode of Personality Hacker. Um, it's called like the, the, what the, hell? the instinctual variance for rom- romantic something. Instinctual variant. Just look up instinctual variance, personality hacker, and you should find the episode. It's, um, they basically talk about uh, some, your, your, sort of desire for intimacy and it doesn't necessarily mean sexual, but like your desire for connection or relationship intimacy, how does that manifest? And there are three different variants to think about Um, the the social variant, sexual, which is one-on-one or um, self-preservation, like which instinctual variant do you care about the most? And you kind of think about those three and kind of rank them. And I've been thinking about that for myself. And for me, the one-on-one makes the absolute most sense for me. I care the least about social and self-preservation is the second. So, I mean, I've had to go into a self-preservation mode, uh, secondly. So that this is the second one I've been thinking about lately. And, um, my headphones making a noise and it's freaking me out. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been thinking about the self-preservation lately with all the Ubering and stuff and trying to get my, myself into a place that, that works. But, but um, I value my relationship with Molly more than anything in the world right now. And, you know, usually the relationships I value with people are one-on-one, even if they are fleeting. And usually if they're fleeting, actually, I prefer if people like, I don't need to get to know people too, too much. Uh, I want to be able to help them and they can help me and we can have a great conversation, but it doesn't necessarily need to be an ongoing, you know, crazy friendship or relationship or any kind of any kind. Right. So I've been thinking about that in relation to business. And for me, you know, the, the kind of the popular thing is to do Facebook groups and to build long-term relationships and, and all of that stuff as an effective way to do business. But I've been trying to find ways to help people, but in like an effective long-term effect kind of way, but in a way that doesn't make me responsible for that person's like future and growth and stuff. I just want to make sure my gain's not too high. Okay. And that I'm not responsible for their long-term gain and growth and stuff. Like it's, it's, I can give them all the tools necessary to take with them, like sort of the, the explainer of things, like how to go about life, like in, in a sort of uh, philosophical kind of way, but it's up for them, up to them to like go out into the world and do the work and get it done. Right. That's like really like the podcast is like this, like what I've been doing with, with Uber is kind of like this. Like I've been, um, so I've been doing, you know, Uber, like I said, and some people get in the car and they tell me a little bit about their life. They tell me that they've, they're struggling with work or something and, uh, or they're a kid in college and they're trying to figure out their life path. And I've been able to give some people some advice and they feel good about it and they leave, (laughs) they get out of the car and there you go. I'm just like, go off into the world. Enjoy, you know, good luck, go get it, get it done. Right. And I like that, you know, I don't need to nurture someone as a, a one-to-one relationship because that's really hard for me to do. That's hard enough for me to do in my personal relationship, let alone in friendships and other things. Like it's really hard in other ways to do that. Right. 
but I love being able to give people resources or being able to talk to them one-on-one in a single situation or create like my courses and stuff, my programs and being able to help them that way. So being able to do one-on-one stuff has been really amazing for me. And, uh, you know, self-preservation is second. So that naturally would make sense for me to think about that as like, okay, I'm going to help you, but I'm going to care about myself as well. Like I'm not going to put you before myself. And so I want to help that person, but if helping that person is going to put myself in danger, then I'm not going to do it. Does that make sense? So I've been thinking more about that in my life for me. And you have to think about that for, I think you should think about that for your path as well. If you love social dynamics and love nurturing a group, or you love caring about, you know, people as a whole, then, you know, exploring that social variant is good for you. And it's, it's not exclusive to introvert or extrovert, you know, behaviors. If you're an introvert, you can very much care about like what the group wants, right? So it's, you know, for me as an introvert, it makes more sense that I like one-on-one connection and, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's exclusive to introverts to want that. Right. So, but it's made sense in my life based on my past. All of my relationships have been about one-to-one relationships. And even when I'm in, you know, a a one-to-one, um, intimate relationship, I value my individual connections with my friends, with my family, with my mother. Um, and with my father, we have different kinds of connections, right? We, there's a different group dynamic than there is a different, than there is an individual dynamic. So for me to think about it that way has been really helpful. So, you know, for me in terms of like, what now, what's next, it's figuring out how to explore that one-to-one connection piece, not only with, uh, doing like documenting and photography and uh, graphic design, but how can I do that in the one-to-one personal development stuff, right? That's really where I want to go with things. I don't like doing graphic design client work and I really don't like doing anything where I have a boss, right? So even when I'm doing um, any kind of um, like event work, I typically have a person that I kind of work with and then they kind of let me do my thing, you know? I don't want to work with someone that isn't willing to let me do my thing. Like I don't want someone hovering over me and trying to tell me how to do my job. Right. I don't like that. That doesn't work for me. The NFL playoffs have arrived and we have you covered each day on Outkicks Hot Mike with Hudson Withrow. Some of the best football guests break down the biggest matchups from Armando Salguero and Donovan McNabb to Ryan Leaf and Bobby Carpenter plus the top headlines and reaction to each playoff weekend. So, Chad, which quarterback extends to that next level? The Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua is on this list. Got to be Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it's I think, his time right I now. think so. Yeah, it's, it's his time to shine. He's done it in the regular season. He's won MVP. He's going to win it again. It is time for him to win in the playoffs. Playoffs are also a time to shine for Patrick Mahomes. Can he and the Chiefs' offense figure it out in order to repeat this playoff season. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis, so pull up the bar with us each weekday wherever you listen to your podcast. NFL and more covering your favorite teams. Outkicks Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. 
So that's been a very important thing for me to consider in all of the work that I do, that that one-to-one connection for me is incredibly important. So another example is like I was at the um, I was at the MAG, which is the M- Memorial Art Gallery here in Rochester, and I did the opening um, gala basically for the Monet exhibit that they have there. And I helped them take photos of the guests that came in. So the guests came in and it was sort of like one-to-one or one-to-two sort of relationships. Like somebody would come up and I'd be like, Hey, how's it going? You know, you want to take a photo? Come on up. And they come, they take a photo. We have a quick laugh together, quick connection. They ask me something about what I do for a living. And I can't really nurture a group dynamic. Like if other people came in, I have to divert my attention from them to the next people. Like I can't split my attention. Right. And uh, so that's something kind of another kind of interesting thing to think about is like, I really desire and love one-to-one connections, but I can't do, I can't, I can't focus on multiple people at once. Like, it's just not something that works for me. So, um, so again, thinking about that in terms of one-to-one connection, helping people grow. And, um, and uh, so that's where I want to take sort of my personal development stuff. And then in terms of my graphic design stuff, I've been wanting to do more like more things that connect with people on a a personal level, like creating like more t-shirts and buttons and whatever, like merch type of stuff. And, um, you know, Molly and I kind of coming up with ideas for like products and things like that's stuff that I want to do. I would love to, uh, I have an idea where I want to based on enter the spider verse, which is amazing by the way, I feel like I want to do an episode just talking about that. <laughs> so maybe I'll do it. Um, cause I haven't really done any kind of like movie reviews on this, on this show, but I, I think that should, that, that, that was just like such a good movie that it's worth its own episode. <clears throat> My throat has been not happy. I haven't been talking a lot, so my throat's not used to uh, doing all this podcasting after this month of not doing it as much. Um, so, what was I talking about? <laughs> ah, problems when I go when I divert. Um, yeah, Into the Spider Verse was amazing, uh, but yeah, I, I, I now I remember. I want to do products and stuff. I want to like just make stuff. Right. I love doing graphic design, but I don't love doing graphic design for people. I like doing it for ideas, for things I'm really excited about, but doing it for a client really sucks. Uh, it's never an easy road. It's really hard to get people on board. It's really hard to make clients happy. Um, I, you know, I've had dream clients. I've had plenty of great clients who like, they know what they want. We have a great, they let me do my thing and I do it and they pay me and yay. But that's been so few and far between in the grand scheme of things. And for me to make a living off of it, that would have to be regularly. And I think I still would take on some of those clients, but I think for me to think that that would be the consistent, reliable thing, um, wouldn't just, that wouldn't make sense for me. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen very often because I'm so one-to-one that it's just going to take longer. It's like, it's like a door to door salesman sort of situation. And I need to build rapport and trust with people and they need to trust me. Like, I don't really like going through that whole, like, show me your portfolio and, uh, you know, asking me a ton of questions and all that nonsense. Like, I don't know. I'd rather get personal referrals and build relationships, um, over the long term, one-to-one with people. And then when people need things for me, they'll ask me. And if I'll, if I'm willing to do it, then I'll do it. So for me, 
I guess the big picture version of what now is like a bunch of things. <laughs> and it's kind of going back to my, my sort of um, hustle roots in a way where I did like a ton of little things here and there to make money. And that included like, I had a job and I used to play poker and I would do side gigs and I had a job on Saturdays and stuff like that. So I think for me, it's going to be a hustle in terms of like finding that flow state of just doing things and making things that I want and connecting with people and helping people and doing it in a way that's effective. So for me, I think, I think, um, uh, I keep saying for me, like I'm not the only one talking, um, my throat, man, telling you, um, yeah, for, so I think the big picture thing here is that I'm not, I'm trying really hard to make sure I don't continue to put myself into a box. And I, I, I do that as I go forward and I try to systematize a project or an idea. I try to, I isolate myself or I try to find a way to, <clears throat> Ooh, Ooh, sorry about that. No, that came I need a water. I need a drink of water. Hold on. This is good podcasting. Yeah, I don't edit this stuff out. You should know this by now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think not boxing myself in, putting myself into a corner because that's just the way that I operate. So and um, so so not having like very specific content schedules, you know, um, and just continuing to feel like I don't have to post anything. I really don't. Like I'm going to stick with Tuesdays and Fridays because I love doing this show and it's actually pretty easy for me to do this show. Writing emails is really hard. So doing that every Friday is a big commitment. That's really hard, right? So I'm going to try to do that every Friday, but I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't do it. And I've got plenty of great things that I'm, I, I like, I still want to try YouTube, but you know, with the time constraints that I've been facing lately with Uber, like I'm going to have to sacrifice that. I think, um, I think super MBTI is going to end. I think the podcast, that podcast is going to end. And I think everything's basically going to coalesce into this show, into dopamine. So going forward, you know, some aspects of the show is going to shift a little bit. I'm going to talk a little bit more about like creativity and marketing and sales and like things in relation to mental health and sharing my story as I continue to shift. Right. Cause if I shift, this show is going to shift. Like that's just the way it's going to be. Right. So, um, with some of the YouTube stuff I'm doing, I'm doing like five reasons that, you know, market modern marketing is the way it is and stuff like that. So I might share some of that stuff on the show too, as we go forward. Um, who knows, you know, it's an, it's an ever evolving, changing thing. But I think the, the takeaway from this is that going into 2019, I need to start to listen to myself more intently and quit making a lot of the same mistakes over and over again. Right. And really listen to why, this stuff keeps happening. And uh, for me, sort of that one-to-one aspect is going to be a big deal. I think sticking to my guns and making sure that like, I don't have a boss and, but I'm still loving what I do. And I have some sense of discipline with what I do. Like I get up and I do the work, right? Like nothing's going to happen if you don't do the work. Like that's just the way it is, but also allowing myself leisure time when I can. And as long as I'm doing Uber to kind of get the base level of, uh, paying the bills done, and then I can find a couple side projects here and there. I can keep and remove money from the pressure of taking on work that I don't want to do, right? Which I think I'll do that in the next episode and talk about that in more depth. Is talking about um, some of the 
the money mindset stuff. Like for me, that's been a big shift in with doing Uber. It's allowed me to free up my mental space to not take on things that I don't want to. So I'll talk about that in the next episode, but we're going to wrap up this one. Um, kind of just talking about what's next. What am I thinking about for this year? And uh, I want to know what you guys are thinking about for your projects. Like, you know, are you more of a social person and you haven't been, you know, are you wanting a job? Are you wanting to get away from a job? Like what's your situation, you know? And really it's like, don't put so much pressure on yourself because it's the start of the year and your plans are going to change. Even if you plan for the year, you plan for a month or a quarter or whatever, you know, it's going to change. Things shift, life things happen, you know, and we have to adjust to them. And sometimes if we plan so strictly, and I think I've talked about this in a previous episode, when we talk so strictly about what we should be doing, um, if it falls off the rails a little bit, it's easy to beat ourselves up like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I didn't get it done, you know, but I, you know, if you're listening to the show, you've probably dealt with some sort of mental challenge, right? And, uh, or you're, just starting out and you know, you're struggling and you're trying to get advice and and whatnot. And the biggest thing that I think you can do is like, give yourself some slack. Like Molly used to tell me all the time, give yourself some grace and give yourself room to sort of figure life out a little bit and not expect yourself to be Nostradamus and like know what's coming. You know, we just, we can't predict it. I think we can think about what we would like to happen and do the best that we can to make those things happen. But you know, life happens. You try to make adjustments. And, um, you know, for me to do Uber has been a major pride hit, but I've been getting in the flow of things. It's helping with my social phobia to connect with people. And I think that's probably another episode I'll do too, is like specifically talking about like this Uber experience. Cause I, I, I picked up an escort today. That's kind of a weird sentence. I shouldn't say it like that. Um, <laughs> I, I picked up, uh, uh, a lady of the night. That's not the best way either. Um, you know, I, I had a passenger that I picked up that happened to be an escort. So it was kind of interesting to, um, to talk to someone in that field, like, cause I've never, I've never had a conversation with someone, um, of that, uh, of a sex worker type without, uh, being solicited, which she did solicit me. I did not take the offer. <laughs> um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of interesting stories. Um, I also had a a visually impaired person and had to go through that process a little bit. So I'm going to try to like call together some of those stories that have been happening for the past few weeks and see if I can come up with something interesting. I've been learning some lessons from it too, from like the Uber app and stuff too. So um, expect some upcoming episodes about, so I definitely want to do a Graves model episode. I'm going to talk about some, some money mindset shifting stuff that I, that I've been kind of going through and then we'll kind of talk about, uh, uber stories a little bit i think that'll be fun so 2019 we got some things coming um i'm gonna let you guys know as like things continue to shift right now i'm literally just ubering and then whatever comes comes i'm just taking the time to just like i don't know i'm just playing video games and watching poker and trying to slowly figure out what i want to do next because it's it's important and i want to take it seriously by by taking time to figure it out so that's it. I'm going to wrap up the show. Um, if you guys want to check out uh, my Brand Blaster program, go to bit.ly slash Brand Blaster. You can read all about it there. It's about taking your – if you're, you're trying to um, quit a job or trying to start your own business, it's kind of a great way to pull all of the philosophical mindset things together and uh, 
build your brand blaster team of personality, marketing, branding, and sales, uh, well, personality, branding, marketing, and sales in that order. And, um, start to understand yourself a little bit better to go forward and, um, you know, have some, some personal confidence to build the thing you want to build. So bit.ly slash brand blaster. Uh, I would appreciate a like and subscribe to the show and please review and, uh, you know, do the whole iTunes thing or share this episode with a friend. If you feel like it resonates with them, that would be absolutely amazing. So we're almost at like 200, um, 200 listens per episode. And, with 260 some episodes like that's amazing so thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show to be a part of it and um into the new year let's hit 100k that's the plan so take care of yourselves and each other leave me a voice message if you have any thoughts and stuff and um that's it i'll catch you guys later on dopamine see ya bye wish the cursor there it is okay bye Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.